In today's show, we're going to get back to business. Enzo here with the latest edition of the Race Driver Coach Show. Hello, race strivers. We are going to get back to business. It's overwhelming, <laughs> the comments I get on the sponsorship side, on the marketing side. When really, I started this show out, obviously, to give you some truths about how to be the best you can be in the industry, but it very quickly turned towards sponsorship and teaching drivers the skills that they need in order to get that sponsorship through the door or to make a career without actually using money. But one thing that we can't ignore is that your success is directly linked to your personal skills as an individual, as a leader. And it all shines upon your entrepreneurship skills. How much of an entrepreneur are you? A race entrepreneur, as we say. Because the skills of selling, the skills of creating a brand around you, marketing it, approaching people, seeing what the market wants and the market is very broad when it comes to you you know as a race driver when you're offering sponsorship it's like okay this sector they want customers this one just wants product sampling which is customers this one just wants marketing they want to uh have this new um product that they want to push and they just want to get that out into the kind of people that i have access to and this takes an entrepreneur mind to think of all this and to execute and to basically be the person who's leading the show, leading people that are helping you. This is you going for a racing career or a career in any sport is no different to setting up a company, an app or offering a service to the big wide world. The problem is we ignore these skills that we need. And we just think being a race driver is somebody who can just jump in a car and go fast. And really, that's just one string to your bow. You need to be very good at business. You see the Schumachers, the Senners, and people in other sports, they are very switched on on the business side, and Lewis's as well. And it's not an accident. It's not an accident that these top stars that we see are also very good in the boardroom. They're very good at leading people, influencing people, offering people what they want. And in return, they get what they want. It's an exchange. And I want you to align yourself with this way of thinking and make it more of a priority that you must be a business person first that happens to be an amazing race driver as well. Because if you do that, you will get what you want. If you're just a quick driver, but you can't talk to people, if you're super fast, but you're the best kept secret, or if you want racing more than any other person in this world, but you're not able to communicate that and drive other people to want to help or create an opportunity that helps them so they help you, what do you think is going to happen? You're just going to be in your bedroom dreaming of that F1 lifestyle, of that IndyCar lifestyle, of being the world rally champion, watching all these other drivers on TV while you're still at your in your room wishing, dreaming doing law of attraction, whatever it is people do in order to try and attract this to them. I want you to take control. 
I want you to be more in control of your destiny and load yourself up with the skills that will open up opportunities for you. That's what this show is all about. Showing you firsthand exactly what you need to do and the person you need to become and the skills you need to have to make a career in this sport or outside this sport. That's what drives me. That's my passion. I want it to be your passion. And if you're part of the Race Driver Club newsletter, you will already know this. But there was something that I really did this video for today um, to share with you was the Undercover Billionaire TV series. And I watched it recently. I haven't seen the first series. I only saw the second series because basically Grant Cardone's in it. And he's somebody I've been following for many years now. Sell or Be Sold was the first book that I got from him. And I saw he was doing this show. And basically, if you don't know, uh, this show is where you take they take successful people and they strip them of their money just for the 90 days period, right? It's a documentary, fly on the wall thing. And they say, right, we're gonna take all your money away and we're gonna give you a hundred dollars. We're gonna give you a car. We're gonna take away all your contacts. You've got to change your name for these 90 days. And you're gonna go into this town, into this city. It's usually a small town, so people don't know who they are, opposite side of the country. And you have got 90 days to earn a million dollars to create a company that's worth over a million dollars. And that's the challenge they are set. So they go there with just $100 in their hand and just a car to drive around in, nowhere to sleep, no food or anything. It's like, go on, show us that the American dream is still there and you can earn a million dollars or create a million dollar business. And they have 90 days to do it. And I loved watching it. I was like, gee, this is amazing because the business skills that you learn, it's like a self-help bloody show, this documentary. It's on Amazon Prime, but if you want to watch it free, it's um, somebody's clipped. I think it's called Lucrative, the uh, the YouTube show uh, channel. And they've clipped all of Grant Cardone's parts, and put them all together over five hours, and you can watch just what he did. Because Grant Cardone, they've got three entrepreneurs. Grant Cardone's the most interesting one on there to watch. So that's why I like doing that. Just watch that YouTube video for free. But I want you to watch that with a pen and paper, a pad, and you write down the lessons that are being portrayed and communicated through that TV series. And you see what he's doing and how he creates. I'm not going to tell you if he does it or not, because it's, you know, it's a big drum roll at the end. Has he actually got the skills to do this, which is quite interesting, but it doesn't matter about whether he achieved it or not. It's how he did it. And for the first, and you'll see for the first half of the series, he's really struggling and not getting anywhere. So it takes time, even with all the knowledge that these people have got of how to create products and get into the marketplace, it still takes time to get going. And it needs a bit of luck. But as you know, you make your own luck in this world. By talking to people, offering them what they want, all of a sudden you do get some luck. But that's the way it works. People have the same story. But if you're not getting out there, you're not going to get any luck. But anyway, back to the show. He teaches you his belief system. And it keeps coming out in big letters when they're talking, big words about what they believe, how they have their perception on life, and how they view things. That alone is pretty big. So you can take some lessons from that and code yourself with the same outlook, same perspective, because that will help you succeed as well in, in your sport. But also it shows you the actual systems and things he puts in place to make some money and make it quite quick once the ball gets go rolling. But one thing is for that really opened my mind or eyes was the fact that he was really going the marketing way, because that's what he's used to. He knows how to market companies. And that reminded me of you as a race driver, how you have to market companies. 
even if it's your race team, you still have to market them. But if you're after sponsorship, all you're interested in is how can I get this company more customers, more money in their pocket? And as a result, they pay me for that. Don't do what normal race drivers do. They don't think like this on the business level. They think, how can I get somebody to pay for my racing? Nobody's going to pay for your racing, really. It's not, I've got this big goal, this big dream. Please believe in me. Give me hundreds of thousands, if not millions of your money. That won't work, or hardly ever. You get investors that do it now and then, but it's so hard to find them. All right, do that route. But don't just have it as one thing that you do, one string to your bow. Also, look at this in a very practical way. How am I going to market companies and give them what they want and give them customers and they pay me? And there was an interesting point uh, part at the very beginning, well, the start of when he started to do the marketing, which was you pay me X amount a month. I can't, I can't remember what it was, like five, three grand a month to market your company. Um, and then I want a percentage commission on every new customer that I bring to you. That's a very interesting thing for a company. If you said that, right, you're just going to pay a retainer of a thousand a month. And this is what you get for that. So and it's over value, you know, you're like, gee, I'm actually providing a lot for this thousand a month. But then they're paying they're paying you a thousand a month for something that you're doing for them. But then on top of that, each new customer you bring or each new lead, however it's configured, you get like a 20 percent commission on that. And they're selling yachts or they're selling something that's got quite a good price ticket to it. So each time you bring a customer to them, you get another 10K or something. Can you imagine how much money you could earn as an individual and go spend that on racing? Maybe the 1000 a month is is them marketing on your race car and having you know a few hospitality tickets and things like this. Make it really worthwhile. But then on top of that, you've got commission on the sales you make. That holds you accountable and it takes the risk off them a little bit. If somebody came to me and said that to me, right, you just pay a little retainer, but then pay a percentage on every new customer I bring to you. I'd definitely be willing to say yes to that, to the right person, because there is no real loss. OK, I might lose the 500 a month or whatever they're charging, but they're still giving me benefit for that. But the fact that they're only wanting paying when they bring results. Now we're talking. So really, when you're an entrepreneur, you try and do that for somebody who is who you're selling to. It's like, how can I create a package or a service for them? That's a no brainer where it's a very small risk, but a massive reward. And then every time I bring a reward, that's when they pay me and they get billed at the end of the month for every new client. I want you to start thinking like this, start thinking like a business person, start thinking, how can I provide something that others want? And in doing that, I would get mine. And I would prefer, honestly, I would prefer you to take a year or two out of racing and get this side of your approach down. Build this marketing company. You're going to look after just their social media, anything like that. What can you provide companies with? First of all, know what companies want. They either want branding on a, on a grand scale, but really, end of the day, they want more profit. They want more customers. You figure out how you can do that for people in a plausible way, in a way that pays you more, the better you get at it. And the more people you provide, you'll be able to pay for your racing over and over and over again. You will need help. 
if you want to execute on some of this stuff, you will need someone to join you. Maybe it's your mate. Maybe it's just some intern that's going to be there doing the creative stuff for you. But have the idea first. Go out there, see what customers, you know, what companies want. They want customers. Look at the different type of companies that you could approach. Who do you know, like your uncle, someone attached to the family in some way, because you'd be surprised what people know. And you go and pick their brains about what do you need in your company right now? They could even just want staff motivation. My staff are not working very well. So you give them these uh, these incentives through motorsport, even if it's not your racing, because what they're paying you is not enough to pay for the race. Even if it's just like, right, I'm going to go to a race team, see if they offer track days. And they say, yes, we offer track days. It's 400 pound per head. And you go, right, I'm going to start selling your track days for you. But each time I sell one, I want a hundred pound or whatever it is, commission on top. And they'll say yes, because they want more people. You go to companies and you sell that as a package. Put a little brochure together. We do staff incentives, motivation, team building, workshops, anything. And you go around selling that. That's another business you've just earned. You're just created. It doesn't really, all you are is a middle person. You say, Larry, meet Barry. And you get paid for it. But you make contacts as well. And they might ask you, oh, can you do something in F1? Yep. And you go to the paddock club and you do a deal with them. There's no shortage of ideas, but I need you to start to think on this level if you want to create the kind of wealth that pays for racing, pays for your racing, rather than just a sticker on a car, or will you help me get my dream? So yeah, watch The Undercover Billionaire. Uh, I'll put the link below. Race driver, club people, I've told you about this already. It's, it's in the email, the last email I sent to you. But just learn from it and understand how can I do this as well? Invest time in this, become an entrepreneur, become a leader, know how to sell, know what people want, match it, be the middle person, magic.